Warning, this program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised. Going live in five, four. What does live mean? Uh. Welcome to the Ramblin' Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm your host, Christina. And this is the show where we ground humanity's most absurd and their most baffling ideas. Sounds epic, I guess. Sounds epic enough? You think like mm-hmm. like it could be used as a movie trailer? Mm-hmm. The world's most absurd and baffling ideas. No, it's there's a specific like rhythm or like cadence or flow to how these movie people speak, right? Like just being epic isn't good enough. There's a rhythm to there's it. something else. To the world's most epic and baffling ideas. Mm. You see, there's like a thing that's happening. Like a cliche sound you gotta approach. Yes. The show where we ground humanity's most absurd and baffling ideas. Mm. Now say as a boy talking about ghost stories on YouTube. A boy talking about... I gotta remember <laughs> their flow. They have a specific flow, too. They all sound the same. Yeah, it's like a... It's like a question type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you know... You know, <gasps> yes. like that, 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 that. So it would be... um, Welcome to Rambling Pod... To, <laughs> welcome, <laughs> welcome to the Rambling Pod... No. Man, how would it work? Welcome to the Rambling Podcast. Oh, I got it. Welcome to the Rambling Podcast. The show where we ground humanity's most absurd and baffling ideas. Close. There's something almost there. Almost. It has to sound more like a question. More. Just a little more. No, it's it's not even just a question, right? Because it could be, welcome to the Rambling Podcast. No. That's a question. That's not right. Again, it comes down to flow. Uh It's like saying... Welcome to the Rambling Pod. No, man, I lost it. I lost you, it. When you had it at first, when you said something random, you had it. The first thing. I don't know what you well, said. Well, if you look, na 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 na. Yeah. It's that. It's that. Yeah. It's not even a question. It doesn't matter if it's a question. It just sounds it just weird. Goes downwards. Uh huh. Uh huh. At the end. Counter to how we usually sound, which is an interesting thing for speech. I don't know how like languages evolved into such a way that we can just use cadence. I mean, Eddie Izzard has that joke where he's saying gibberish that sounds French, but in the rhythm of a joke, the way it's structured and the way the punchline would sound, and then the joke gets conveyed, not a real joke, but you know when to laugh and it's funny. It's actually funny how it's structured and how baffled you are, essentially. And if you don't know what he's saying. Yeah, he's not saying anything. It's gibberish. You couldn't write this joke down if you wanted to. This joke could literally only exist in performance form mm. because there's no real words to it. It's entirely based on cadence. How weird of a joke is that? But that's where language is. He exploited a weird feature of language where you can know I'm asking you a question in any language. Mm. Okay. Like that rhythm of that rhythm of is that a question? 
Hmm. Very strange. But I guess not 
I it, mean, it would be impossible, I think, because in order to even have something close to a human physical body or to an earthly physical body, Lucifer needed a host and a whole science project. Yeah, to get himself mm. that body. I wonder if an elation and a shadow person, because shadow people did make the first life on Earth, so maybe the most ancient of life on Earth could, maybe. I mean, we don't have any stories. I think not. I think not. I think the spaces are literally different. Okay. And I think when we have a Naga, a Naga is taking, it's forcing its body to become human. Otherwise, it's not really physical. It might seem like a serpent and still be ethereal, maybe, or some other thing. Mm -hmm. Because the ethereals are essentially the shadow people. Okay. The shadow things. The shadow things. Yeah. The not unless the naga are physical in that way. Like if I were to just touch a naga, it's just it just feels like a snake. I'm not going through it. It's not some other kind of. But then that would argue that elfing and the earth are more closely related. Physical. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I've never thought about this before. Are elfing and earth more closely related, and that's why people of shadow can't mate with earthlings, but. A naga can just take a human form and their biology is just close enough that they could do it? Weird. I don't know. I never thought about this, and this is right in front of us. There's something there, I guess, because of the shadow person who did make the us. Yes, and, and the he... fact that this, it seems to be that <laughs> although this came after shadow, there's something important about Earth. Yes. Why did they make Earth when they had the Shadow Realm? What were they doing with fairy trees? And what's special about Earth that we can use things that Shadow can't? Yeah. Think about how crazy that is. I don't know. And this comes up, this is the second time this come up, right? Or the third? Where is some feature about us that's different yeah. than Shadow that somehow makes us closer to the thing that we're furthest from? Yeah. I don't know. Because we are in an experiment, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it looks more and more that way. Now, minus the Naga, like I said, we have not seen shadow-human hybrids, but also, minus the Naga, we have not seen fairy-human hybrids. I'm still debating whether the Naga are technically... Aren't they technically? (laughs) Are they fairies? Because they were made by... They're not natural from there. They were made also as an experiment. Like, Oros was made... Weird. Okay, so you're saying that both the experiment things can mate with each other. That is so weird. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. But the Naga is just an L-fame experiment. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and, yeah. We're just an experiment, too. So. Yeah, we're just an experiment, too. I don't know. Now, when we were looking at all of these things, we decided to go through them independently that's how we discovered more about the elysians we discovered more about the shadow teams we know about the earth teams we know all the different god teams we know we talked about some fairies we knew and one thing we focused on for two episodes actually were the naga Mm -hmm. because there are a lot of interesting naga there's a lot of naga that have existed there's a lot of civilizations that were expected to be more developed that haven't also what happened to those people's naga after the civilizations collapse Mm. what do you mean in all these abandoned ancient societies that have disappeared, but that we don't talk about much because they never became something major, mm-hmm. but that did have a naga, mm-hmm. because at the time they were at the top of their game. 
where are their naga if those are creatures from Elfane? They would outlive the shit out of us. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't go back to Elfane? You think they would go back? Maybe. Maybe because there's such an organization there of like, hey, you go there, you go there. Yeah, it could be. You Maybe you get reassigned. Yeah. Interesting. Like military style. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that could work. That could work. Unless they... Well, some of them might do that, and some of them because they seem like their own people too. Yeah, like, like they have they, independent thought. Yeah, They're they don't drunks. have to go back if they felt like just hanging out. They would do that. Yeah, some of them have, and we have read yeah. about that before. Yeah, some of them try to be leaders of random people. Like, okay, but why on earth? Right, Earth is the thing. Earth is a hot spot. I don't know because. I would say they. I I was gonna say they're not being watched on Earth, but they are because there's also fairies here watching everyone. So, but maybe that's why they leave these civilizations. Unless out here it is the Wild West, and like it's harder to force somebody once they're out here. Hmm. Maybe an Elfame. Let's say Elfame is literally made of magic, and let's say one of these gods is the biggest, baddest god. But he's also a being, too. Not just, I am God, but, like, not thinking. I'm just all of space and everything. Okay, that's weird. That's just the universe, bro. But, like, an actual being. But that made everything, right? And if you're in Elfame, maybe he controls literal the space-time fabric you exist in. So he knows where you are at all times and you can't do And so, like, you can't disobey over there. Okay. He could. He knows everything you're doing. But out here, maybe the reach isn't there. Maybe there's some reason they can't affect this space, but why? talk about their queen? They're, we're going to talk about that today. Oh, okay. Yes. What's her name? Um, Mab. 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 So, in looking at the Naga, we discovered it was a weapon. A weapon. That couldn't kill them. Yes. Okay. And it was going to go kill the princess, daughter of one of the three Naga king. Which brought up an interesting question. There are earth weapons? Capable of killing? Naga? There's no way. I mean, it's in Earth, but a Naga helps build the Earth weapon. Yeah, no, no, no. In any case, I'm saying they're weapons on Earth, not necessarily an Earth weapon. Okay, okay. There are weapons on Earth. I think so. Yes. Are there more? And what are they? So my intention was, as we've been doing lately, going through a very focused topic. I was going to look at a bunch of different weapons that maybe have been remained. Like, wow, wh- how many are there? Where are they? Could we get our hands on some mm. of these? Right? I actually found something. Well, I immediately stumbled upon the story of King Arthur. And as I was going through the story of King Arthur, which I thought was just a story, mm-hmm. I started stumbling upon references towards scripture related to king arthur and that was weird because i thought that this was like fiction literature intentionally but it turns out that it's classified under mythology as opposed to fiction literature yeah they think this happened okay they think the Written stories are a paraphrase, but they think it happened. Mm-hmm. At least a lot of people believe King Arthur was real and the sword was real. And I was like, what? Where? What is a, the special thing about the sword? I know it's stuck in a stone, but is there a reason? Did the mag- wizard do that? Did the chosen something one. else? 
The chosen one did that? The, yeah, the, the prophecy goes that the chosen one, the true leader, uh-huh. the real king, the true king, is the only person who can pull no, the sword. No, I get that, but who put the stone? <laughs> who put the sword in the stone? I have no idea where that sword came from. Yeah. Because it's fake. It's fake? So let me tell you the story. There's a stone. Yes. And there's an anvil on the stone. And there's a sword in the anvil. One, how'd you get the sword into the anvil? Yes. But, but what's happening there? Yeah, exactly. So only the true king can get it. And so this guy, Arthur, hmm. then goes and he just fucking yanks his sword out. And because of the prophecy, he is. So Arthur takes the sword hmm. and he takes it into combat and the sword fucking breaks. What? Yeah, it broke the anvil, but it couldn't be fucking, it couldn't break bone or whatever the hell he was fighting. Anyways, it breaks. So he looks into it and through his research finds out that this isn't the real one. What? There was a fake sword? There's a fake. He needs to trade the fake one for the real one. And so he needed to take a journey Mm -hmm. to this place. Somewhere in the forest, beyond the marsh, in a fountain created from the natural marsh water and the spring water surrounding it. And it goes into, it gets darker and darker as you're going into the forest and you go through this marshy area and then boom, there's just an open sort of grove that is a fountain. And it's lake-sized. It just goes on forever. You can see the lining of the tree all the way in the back. But it's just this giant lake, and so it's very shallow, and there's a tiny island in the middle, and he goes to the middle, and mm-hmm. once he gets to the island, the lake rumbles, and out comes a lady. A fairy lady? A fairy <laughs> lady, yes. Literally a fairy lady. And he, after because he already knew he had to bring this to her, so he, he hands this to her, and she gives him the real, they're both called Excalibur, but one is a fake and one is a real one. Okay. So he gets the real Excalibur, and this sword makes him invincible. It makes him immortal, literally. It creates some sort of shield around him. And he, From death itself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... He becomes immortal. As long as he has it, he cannot die. Okay. As long as he has it, he is the greatest in combat. He can predict anyone's moves. He has great strength. He can pierce anything with the sword. It's inv- inv- true invincibility. Mm-hmm given to him by this fairy. Why do the fairy care? Why do they have That this? is exactly what the fuck I wanted to know. Okay. Why, bro? Why? Okay, did you put the thing in the fucking rock too, fairy? Why? Why? Okay, great, you got a system. Somebody pulls the fa- I don't know why you couldn't just put the real one and let them fucking wander with that. Yeah. Okay, you put the fake one and they they bring you the fake one um, and you give them the real one and now, okay. Or what if the fake one is the real one, but like for the fairy, it's they the real one. They and they couldn't, extract. exactly. Fuck. Like, it was then a trade. what is that? The real one? Well, for them, the real one? Yeah. That has to be the fairy killer. Right? The one that was in the rock. Yeah. It, he used it on something that wasn't a fairy. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't its purpose, so it broke. No. Yeah. Shit. Mm. And then he brought it. And the was like, yes, this yes, is... give me that. Yeah. I was wondering about this the entire time, right? And this is going to get more convoluted as we go. Okay. 
So let's let's hold that thought. Okay. Because okay. that's fire as hell. I didn't think about this. This guy really tried to pull he got this sword, he pulled the right sword, but then how did the narrative get out there? She must have spit out the narrative so that the the you know, the lore of you get the sword, take it to the lady. Yeah. And then the lady's gonna give you the real sword and she just gave you a fucking sword and fuck it, bro. Thank you. Here's a real reward. Yeah. A sword is gonna make you god to them and it's shit, you need anything else, come back. Mm-hmm. But you gave me the sword that can kill me. Mm-hmm. You can't spread that, but like Interesting. If you get everyone to pull that sword thinking it's the one that's gonna I mean, it is doing amazing things. You're just not going to tell them what it is. It's just going to be believable, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, no. Yeah, they know about the sword. They pull the fake sword. And then when they dig deeper, they find out there's two. And they got the fake one. And no, it's a real one. But the fairies themselves made a different one. And it's like, no, there's a real sword. And we're going to, we'll really literally, it's a literal reward for anybody who can bring us that fucking. Yeah. Whoever the fuck can bring us that shit. Yeah. Well, maybe that's absolutely the case. Let's go down and I'll explain why as we get there. Oh, okay. I originally thought, like I said, the story was just literature. Mm-hmm. But when looking into it, it became more and more weird because there are many books of reference. Many books. It's the Bible before the Bible got put together. It's many people's different accounts of the same series of events. Of author or of the sword. Author and all the people surrounding him. Okay. It's crazy that different people wrote about the same shit around the same fucking time. I thought this shit was just fiction literature. Okay. But people from different areas are like, no. This is are their stories different or something? They're almost identical. Oh, it's okay. like the Bible. It's like somebody else using different words to say the same shit. Oh, okay. It's really, really interesting. Now, the point of King Arthur comes down to the story of the sword Excalibur. Like I said, the Lady in the Lake provides a sword in exchange, the real Excalibur, quote, the real Excalibur, in exchange for, quote, the fake Excalibur. <laughs> but only the true king can take out the sword. Where'd that legend come from? Does she spit that legend? The true king can take it? I guess so that everybody comes and tries to yeah. fucking pull it. But it makes no sense to have that to be, like, why would the swap makes no sense if that's the real sword. Like, how do you convince someone you... Yeah. Yeah, it's weird, right? Well, no, I guess it's part of the quest. Oh, the sword comes with a quest. But I guess it's because they can't pull it out. They really can't. Like, if a fairy tried to pull out that sword, it was going to be impossible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. They they needed a human to pull that sword out and bring it to them. Mm-hmm. And they're going to really reward that human. Mm-hmm. And I think understanding this they somehow put out the story of somebody's gonna if you pull it out you're gonna be real king you'll be the real king and then everybody tries to pull it out get the most people trying to pull it out until somebody does yes and give them the actual sword that's gonna help them be the king yes give them a sword that'll make that wish fucking come true yeah and you get your death weapon yes Mm. And like I said, the wielder of the sword becomes invincible. The wielder of the sword, beca- uh, he, his, it regenerates his health. Uh, uh, the sword is unbreakable. Mm-hmm. Not the one he pulled from the rock, but mm-hmm. the one you get from the fairy. That's unbreakable. Mm-hmm. It could pierce anything and can kill all things. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> because I don't think that one can kill a fairy. No, probably not, no. All human 
or Earth yes. thing. So, now, like I said, the point of King Arthur is a, is a story is about either him being the chosen one or the sword Excalibur. Mm-hmm. Is the point of the sword. But actually, the sword has nothing to do with anything other than the fact that he got a fucking sword that actually allows him to accomplish the thing. It had nothing to do with the fucking sword. I thought Excalibur was the point. No, Excalibur is just how you know he's the chosen one. The end. But it has its powers. Yeah, it helps him do the thing, but it's Excalibur itself doesn't matter. King Arthur is the chosen one. Oh, okay. You know, it's not the sword is the great that no whatever gives him some ability but it only enhances his already greatness or whatever the fuck oh, okay yeah he had to be great in the first place to get the sword yeah okay. exactly so it's just more of a specialness as opposed to the sword being special itself yeah. other than it's just oh no he's special so he has a special sword okay whatever mm-hmm. now looking into that okay whatever the sword is less meaningful so then what was the fairy's ultimate goal before we came to the conclusions we just came to and in doing so i just looked into the lady of the lake oh okay surprisingly hard to find again fairies fucking hate fairies surprisingly hard to find anything on these fuckers yes the lady of the lake doesn't have an identity that's why she's referred to as lady of the lake this is the most secretive fairy thus far that we know exists but we know about other lake or fairies that live in water. They usually kill I mean, people, though. Yeah, we know many of them. Yeah, so they usually incubus lure people and to murder. And yeah, 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 yeah. It's fucked. But this one works a lot like a crossroads demon. She just kind of hangs out there. And she's well known for making deals with people. So she's made more than one deal with. She's made more than one deal. Oh, can we know what, what, what's what's she doing? Making deals with people? I don't. She never made another deal with uh, Arthur. If that's what you're asking. No. What's her other deals? Like, no, just you know, giving people fortune and stuff. For what? They're vague. I'm telling you, it's really hard to find anything. Are they She's, giving her special items? They they say like they traded this special spoon for whatever. Or, you know, oh, interesting. Like, your 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 question is: Is she collecting all the things? Yeah, like these are. She's probably hunting for specific fairy items that she can't grab herself. Is she bound to the fucking lake? And is she bound to the lake? Yeah. Why is she bound to the lake? This actually brings up an interesting question because fairies... There are the fairies in lakes that we are familiar with. And we never question, can they leave the fucking lake? Because they always bring people to them. Why don't they go out and look for people? And they can look very human. Yeah. I think they can go out of the lake, but... You gotta stay around the lake. Yeah, they're like alleg- they're, not alligators, they're, yeah. but like yeah, like it's their they're type bound. of environment that they live in, which is weird that they'd have limits. Well, the difference here is when we're talking about incubus and succubus and mermaids. Actually, a mermaid's probably a fairy, but incubus and succubus, mm-hmm. we're definitely talking about shadow creatures. Yes, that are bound to that environment. Yeah. Why is a fairy bound to that environment? I don't know. Maybe fairies are bound to specific environment. Like, could 100% be. Because we know they're watching specific people and stuff like that. That they have their, these jobs of just watching. But maybe that's really like... You, you're stuck there. We don't really know about the fairies that are watching. But maybe they can't leave what they're watching. Yeah. And not only that, oh shit, I get what you mean, like elves. 
Like yeah. maybe they have to be there at all times. They can't even like take a break and go. Yeah. That 100% could be the case on top of the fact that maybe there are so many different kinds of fairies that they re- like really they're just bound to certain environments. Like even if this is a fairy, mm-hmm. it's a fairy that again, how similar is Earth and Elfame? No idea. And is there water in Elfame that works the same as water on Earth? And this is the little, the only place that has that exact thing yeah. allowed. Like, this fairy would normally not be able to come down to Earth. Unless there's a bunch of water. Unless there's this exact condition yeah. of water. When we think about fairy homes, though, it's very, it's nature. Yeah. You just live in nature. So yes. you don't hear about city fairies. <laughs> Except for those, I guess, that are stealing shoes or fixing shoes, yeah. whatever, you know? But those are weren't in cities either. Those, those are, like, are in rural ass towns. Yeah, right? yeah. So they like nature. Nature. They yeah. Very related. Mm-hmm. Actually, humans are the only ones. Not humans. Earthlings, I suppose, mm-hmm. are really the only ones who tend to go against nature quite heavily. Mm-hmm. Because shadow also goes with its nature in many aspects, and so does Elfame. Everything is based on nature. They prefer being in nature. Yeah. We're the only ones who defy nature. Which I guess keeps us safe from these other things, if they mean us harm, but I don't know. That's an interesting Doesn't point. Seem like it. it seems like the more civilization that happens, the further away from that we get, but the closer to these rural areas we get, the more that these things are prominent. And people get confused. They call it hauntings, they call it this, mm-hmm. they call it that. Oh, I saw a ghost, so I saw a demon. No. You're closer to nature, and nature is where this other shit is yes and it could be scary and they can eat you but like that's like nature nature there's some deadly things there's some not so deadly things a hundred percent a hundred percent this reminds me that witches are considered a terrible thing but they often connect to nature yeah you do and some of them like to live in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Stuff like that. Or like, those are the stories. I would argue that makes absolute sense because you train and learn how to understand these environments and things that wander these environments. So you're actually more familiar with things of shadow and things of Elfame by being in nature where you interact with it enough to get Ooh. adjusted and used to it. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You want to know a witch even if you don't want to hang out with a witch because you can always go for resource and information yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's something there yes so we spun way out there's a weapon excalibur yes and a fairy a fairy this fairy is stuck in this fountain and she's known to trade things she's known to trade things but the only time that it was significant what she traded was with the secret story of what to do with the Excalibur. Yes. Trading a sword for a sword. Which was trading the fake, the quote, fake unquote, for the quote, real unquote. Mm -hmm. Which sounds like bullshit, but maybe it's just two different swords called Excalibur and they both mean something different. And the one that she received was the true Excalibur. Was the true Excalibur. Well, no, it was the fairy killer Excalibur. Mm -hmm. Enter Morgan Le Fay. Is that a fairy? (laughs) I don't know. It's actually confusing. What? So Morgan Le Fay is referred to in different texts what? as a fairy in one and a sorceress in the other. She could have been an earthling who mastered 
working with magic, or she could have been a, sh- I guess, three options. She could have been a shadow fucking person for all we know, and she could have been a fairy. A fairy. Living with humans? When Arthur was on his quest to trade the sword, he almost died. And when he almost died, look and fucking behold, Morgan Le Fay shows up and saves Arthur. Mm-hmm. Nursing him back to health with her magic. Okay. And assisting him to get that sword where it's going. Why? I don't know. But if she's a fairy, wouldn't she want the sword? He has it. She should just leave with it. Yeah, so... Why help him deliver the sword? Unless they're, again... She's not a fairy. Fairy rank. Oh, fair enough. Because if you're a fairy, you'd be like... Then why is she delivering the sword? Exactly. Why is she helping him either way? I don't know. That's true. What about Arthur? Or has she just heard, oh, he pulled the sword. This is the guy. Yeah. Oh, let me help him. He's the guy. Let him take... Let me take him to my friend. Yeah. Who needs that sword. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Huh. Yeah, my fairy friend needs the sword. He's the chosen one, and he's... I already know the narrative, too. He's gonna go get... So they could both be being duped here mm-hmm. by the fairy. So you think the sorcerer's... Because she would've just taken the sword. Yeah. But if she knows what's the plan, maybe she's in on it, too. And like... Or she's not in on it, but she's assisting with the plan, knowing the plan. Like, the idea is he should be delivering. Like, maybe she's one of the people who knew the story. Okay. Of like, oh, no, he's supposed to deliver the sword to the fairy over there. Yeah. And I'm good with fairies because magic. Yeah. So I can assist him in getting over there. He needs to. It's his destiny. He's King Arthur. He pulled it out. Mm -hmm. He's supposed to deliver or whatever, you know? Yeah. So there's something about Arthur that's special. What the fuck is it? Mm -hmm. Why was he capable of taking the sword? Why does he so, know so much magical things? Why are so many magical He's, things surrounding him? One of them, some guy, I forgot his name. There's a wizard dude that he hangs out with. Yeah, well, I don't think he hangs out with the Whatever, wizard. but he's part of the story. Marlin. Marlin, yeah. Something like that. I don't know. So, I look into Arthur, and there's surprisingly little on Arthur as well. Really? Yeah. There's more about what he's done than who he is. Oh, okay. So... Most of his personality is pretty flat. There's nothing to know about him. His lineage just, doesn't matter as king. much. Who's around him? Yeah, he's just some dude. But, or he seems to just be some dude as far as we know. Mm-hmm. As far as a lot of the people reading or writing the stories know. Mm-hmm. So, obvious things about him are that fairies are fascinated with him. Interesting. Arthur's main purpose, before he gets told the greater things, is to find the Holy Grail. He's already... On the search for immortality. Mm-hmm. Also, the Holy Grail must be containing some of the fruits or some fucking... I Who think, took him on that? What? The Holy Does Gra- he find it? I don't know. Oh. Wasn't even the point. Oh, okay. Because I wasn't looking. I was looking for the weapon. That's oh. what matters. How do you know this isn't a weapon? The Holy Grail? Yeah. The Holy Grail is also what Jesus drank from. Oh, what did that do to him? To Jesus? Yeah. I'm sure it was just a consistent flow of blood he was drinking. Oh, ah, okay. They were always drinking blood and wine. Mm. And I think that he thinks the Holy Grail is really the object when really it was what was in the Holy Grail. Oh. Which was blood. I'm sure if he found it, it was like... Okay. It's here, but it's just that So he's a treasure hunter? He's a treasure hunter. Okay. 
What or are... we can call him an archaeologist. Okay. You know? <laughs> For supernatural items. For supernatural items. Interesting, right? Weird yeah. guy. Yeah. So he was already kind of in that yeah. area. He... He's the jock of the supernatural world. Mm. But once he pulled the sword out, he learned in studying about, whoa, I got it out. I'm the king now and all this important stuff. Mm -hmm. There was a prophecy claiming he, he specifically would show up. This dude was already named Arthur and Arthur would pull this fucking sword out. And Arthur did show up one day and Arthur did pull the sword out. It named Arthur. Yeah. The prophecy. Like, hey, my literally... name's Arthur. I should pull this sword out. He had no idea beforehand. Oh, okay. He, he thought... found that afterwards. Everybody oh. knew about pulling the sword. Nobody gave a shit about looking into it until the sword was pulled. And then they all thought, oh. Oh, no. It really was him. It was okay. always him. Weird. Okay. That's kind of all the important shit. Everything else is just like events and action. It's like, okay, to get to the, to get to the bullet points, everything else is the fluff. Hmm. It's like, wow, you suck. There's nothing else here. You just fucking fairies love you. You are trying to get the Holy Grail and you were prophesized to. So then what the fuck? Who who the hell are you, bro? Why do you matter? Yeah. You're just some random treasure hunter guy. Could have been some other random treasure. Why you? Why him? Okay. Who prophesized? Who? Who prophesized? Okay. Who wrote the prophecy? Who said you? You found it? Ah, that's where we enter with Merlin. Oh, okay. Oh. But Merlin is known as a quite powerful sorcerer. Mm -hmm. Known for his flawless record with prophecies. Okay, that makes sense, I guess. Uh-huh. Merlin is considered a bit of a menace. Why? Does whatever the fuck he wants. He's quite overpowered. So is he... A prof is he writing the future? Like, is he is he a menace because he's like, okay, I want this to happen, and then it happens, and that's what makes him a menace. At first, I didn't have that thought. At, but ultimately, yes. At first, my thought was, he's he knows the future, so he can affect the future. Oh, that's yeah. I guess that's that was obviously <laughs> yeah. That was my immediate conclusion. Like, okay, he's memorize not memorize but he because he can see the future he can work anything to his favor he could work anything to his favor this makes him a problem for even fairies mm -hmm. you can move outside of their understanding of time oh yeah oh snap that shit's fire right because even if they are m way more powerful you're untouchable you know what's coming at mm -hmm. all times always forever mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that's a fucking problem even the fairies can't solve yeah well okay yeah Let's talk about the fact that, no, he's so colossally overpowered that he can rewrite the events without having to interact with them. He can change what's going to happen in the future. How do you know that? Because he planned Arthur's entire everything. Oh, so what I said made sense. Okay, yes. that's why. Okay. <laughs> Arthur is Merlin's attempt at his own version of Jesus. That is so weird. It's just a guy with the destiny of learning he's the chosen one, then discovering his true power upon acquiring that weapon, mm -hmm. and then being the real one true king. It's just Arthur's the story of Jesus. 
and Merlin wanted his own Jesus. Why? That is the real question, right? Random other fact that I guess kind of makes things even a little more complicated. Mm-hmm. This guy can arrange the future however he wants and knows a future. So even if he couldn't arrange a future, he could interact with the future and change it mm-hmm. regardless. He could also shape shift. So he's kind of hard to track. He can shape shift. He can shape shift and see you coming. Well, you see how quickly this guy, this dude, he's a human. Yeah. That's just some guy. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know if he has some adrenal crown or anything. <laughs> like, he's just some guy. Okay. Well. Well. After literally saying out loud, what the fuck? He's just some guy. Uh-huh. I said that while looking this up. Just like, dude, he's, he really is just, what the fuck? Uh-huh. I'm like, what the fuck is up with this human dude? Why is he so overpowered? And then I started looking for the fact that he... And the word Elysium are so mentioned together. Stop lying. Because we okay, would look so for sea person, guy. we would never find him under sea person. But Elysium is used quite often. And we can use Elysium after finding out that the sea people are the Elysians and cross-reference that with a lot of shit. And he's and one. he is known as a person to come from the far west in Elysium. Of course. Of fucking course. Oh. Merlin is an overpowered Elysian. Who's just one of the recent ones. Yes. He's a recent current fucking day. That's what? Yeah. 1700s? This is the most recent version of an Elysium just hanging out. Wow. Wow, that's what, the 1500s or something? Some shit like that, right? That's not too far. Like, it's not ridiculously far. And it's not, I mean, it's not now. No. But but... we know of an Elysian actively doing Mm -hmm. shit. I don't understand. Why did he not want that sword himself, though, if it is a fairy killer? Why did he help him take that fairy killing sword to get the other sword? I think Arthur's not human. Uh-huh. I think Arthur is literally a run at the experiment that was Jesus. And that sword only really works. Because he's because some type of golem? Arthur's some kind of... Yeah, Arthur's some kind of golem. He's either some kind of golem. Whatever Jesus and Joseph are. Yeah. These humans, but Arthur not really. Is. And he could do things that Merlin can't. Yeah. But part of the thing that went wrong with Jesus was what? Well, you... Well, first off, right off the bat, it became dangerous and problematic. Yes, because it was affecting everyone. Yeah, it was affecting everybody. So you worked out those kinks. But now this guy's going to be stronger than you. So how do you control that situation? The prophecies in the narrative. Okay. So he wrote the prophecy about the thing. The fairies manipulated. It's a very god-devil situation, right? The... The Elysian writes the story, or he creates a prophecy that makes it to the public's ears, and then eventually makes it to the one guy who isn't human, but is indistinguishable from human. Mm-hmm. The Nephilim. I guess not. He would have to be born of a woman that's human. Or maybe he is. Maybe, maybe he is. Maybe he is a Nephilim. Yeah. Oh, shit. Is the option. point a Nephilim? 
would that have just been made, made, made the most sense instead of all this other shit that's going on? Because a lot of them are just running experiments. Why wouldn't just banging a chick work? Yeah. Unless it doesn't. Why? I don't know. Why Why is it banned and then they're still trying to accomplish the same thing a different way? Hmm. Trying to make a human... No, because the point isn't to make it human. He mm-hmm. wouldn't be a Nephilim. He has to be a fairy. That's what really what it is. He has to be half fairy or something. Anyways, so the story goes out about the guy who could do the thing. Mm-hmm. He goes and tries to pull the thing. That sword is, in fact, the real one that can kill fairies. But the story isn't altered to say, or not even altered. The story, the meaning of words gets shifted enough. Thanks to the fairies. To, to m- convince them to go to the fairies. No, to convince them to erase the word fairy from the narrative. Oh. And so he uses that sword on normal combat. Maybe the story itself said this sword only works on fairies or something. But it got modified enough that it worked that part out and then he used it on something else and then it broke. Mm. But then the second story they feed is the one you're talking about. Mm-hmm. bring us the broken sword and we have the real sword you can use for combat mm-hmm. they can give you a sword that can kill anything in the mortal world in the mortal earth realm there's super op next to it mm-hmm. this is the lie of the lady of the lake okay. versus the truth of merlin who wanted to make a fairy killer who wanted to make a fairy killer and have his jesus there mm-hmm. we have a literal example in scripture of a guy making a weapon to kill fairies we've been looking for the answer to this question forever what is the point well now we know to kill the fairies Mm. now the follow-up question is i like now i know why the fairies are scared especially with the elysians existing see now my point is why do the elysians and also, apparently, a bunch of shadow people want to kill the fairies. They're all about experiments, so I'm thinking that. Just to run more, it's science. Yeah, it's more about the science aspect. Like, what can we learn from their bodies to help so our So it's not bodies? even kill all of them. They just want to invade Elfame and study yeah, it. Yeah, like, if they could just kill one fairy, they'd probably learn a lot from that. Interesting. I mean, but there's also many go- kinds of fairies. Mm-hmm. There must be reasons for that, so they want to study those things. Yeah. Maybe. So one of them gives us an answer. That's my guess. So Merlin's interesting. Yes. Yes, he is. Hmm. It's weird, man. He arranged the creation, birth, and purpose of Arthur using his mother. But that's so overpowered. I don't even think it's about killing the fairies. Here's my theory. Here's my theory. It's not about killing the fairies. Merlin is just really fucking strong and it's really fucking dangerous that he's that powerful and so the fairies probably tried to get rid of that threat not because he's trying to kill them but he created a problem in which he's like fairies are trying to kill me hmm. i gotta defend myself okay you see i don't think i think it's just scary yeah they're stronger they're getting stronger than us what do we do so Who's saying they're getting stronger than us we are Oh shit, I just had the thought. I just had the thought. What? We are to Elfame what AI is to us. One day it's gonna pass us and we're always a little scared of that moment. We're like, we're gonna make rules and make sure to program it not just deciding the turn on us. Oh. And okay. so the fairy is everybody in Elfame is ultimately like, 
yeah, one day they're not, you know, we're going to do everything we can and make rules so that they don't overpower us. Mm-hmm. It's a little different only in that we, it's us and then it's AI, but for them, it's it's them and then it's the shadow people and then it's us. Like there's. Yeah, Isn't but we're weird? almost working with Shadow to get that accomplished. Yeah. Okay. To surpass Elfame. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they consider it a bundle. Okay. You yeah. know? Yeah. They consider it a bundle. And there are elves in Shadow around those civilizations Doing as well. Doing the same thing. Yeah. Doing the same thing. So both are an issue mm-hmm. to Elfame. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the real problem. It's just governance. It's governance. You're trying to govern and make sure that, look, no, I promise you people of Elfame, we have rules and regulations and everything is safe and our inventions won't surpass us. It's fine. It's under control. Meanwhile, in the background, we're fucking doing it. Yeah. But we're also here like, shit, we made fucking AI. That shit's totally going to pass us. And then it's going to go fuck Elfame in the way we could never. Damn. I don't know. Mm. Machines are going to pass us, figure out what we've been trying to accomplish, and go fuck Elfame. Mm. Maybe. I don't know. Easily. Mm. So then, Merlin, how'd you get so strong, Merlin? Besides that, he's a water yeah. person. <laughs> he's a, a water, water person, a sea person, a sea person, an elation. Well, tell me, Merlin. And Merlin answers, well, I might be an Elysian, but I'm only half an Elysian. What do you mean? My mom was a chin. Really? What? What? What is the story behind that? <laughs> Don't know. His mom was a fucking incubus. What? 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 How'd you get that story? That's just also part of the scripture. Merlin Whoa. is born of a mortal, which would be the Elysian, mm-hmm. and then an incubus, which is a shadow creature. Yes. How the hell did that happen? But incubus as shadow creatures are somehow different than other shadow creatures, and we never thought about this. Although not all, sh- most shadow creatures are ethereal. Wet judges and gins, they seem ghostly. An well, incubus can fuck a guy. Well, he they, it was made with an apple. That was, um, what's her name's attempt of making humans. That was, um... Um, uh, yeah, you're talking about, uh, J- uh Lilith. Lilith's attempt, yeah. So it's its own thing, sort of, too. It's a shadow invention. Yeah. Using human stuff. Yeah. Not even human, Not human using but, Earth stuff. Yeah. It's a shadow yeah, it's a it's I guess it's the merge. So an incubus is a creature that's neither shadow nor earthling. It's both shadow and earthling. Mm-hmm. Because it came out of Adam. Yeah, made from Adam. Mm-hmm. And apples from Shadow. Mm-hmm. Fucking A. And I guess the apples ultimately assist in merging as well. Because the apples are technically all from Shadow. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. You see, as we, the more we go through it, mm-hmm. the fresher it gets. It Connections being sense. made, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. So the main idea, and this is why, in the group of the shadow gods, 
it was so important that they looked for a guy who was an expert at combining shadow tech and earthling tech. Duh. Because that's the ultimate goal that makes you better than Elfame. Okay. That's why. Because everything is about merging the two. Everything. Everything is about merging the two because that's how you beat the one. That's how you beat the one. Mm. Love it. That makes sense. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. So what did we learn? We learned... Arthur doesn't really matter, other than that. Well, now he does. Maybe he Arthur does. matters because he's potentially a Jesus thing. Jesus type thing. Second experiment. Incubus are half human, half shadow hybrids, and they can mate with mortals from Earth. Yes. This one, Merlin being also my theory about Merlin doesn't just end at him being an Elysian, which that's in the writing, and uh, his mother being ha- uh, Incubus, which is half. The Elysian and half a shadow creature, but or I guess he's one fourth shadow creature because it's Adam plus the Incubus. That's already no Adam makes the Incubus, which is half Earth, half shadow. Shadow, So the Incubus is inherently half and half. Yeah. So an Incubus then mates with a Elysian. An Elysian is purely Earthling, and an Incubus is already half Earthling. So, so you get one fourth shadow, and three fourths human, yeah, earthling, earthling, yeah. Interesting. He has a nice balanced makeup. But anyways, Merlin sounds, and I think this might be the case with all of them. He sounds a lot like one of the Maji. What Maji? Maji were the people who were assisting. Uh, or that type of person who was assisting Mary on her journey, the three wise men and Joseph, all who were watching over her, Mary, when she was on the way to Cyprus. No, you think Manjis are some type of human shadow realm thing? Not necessarily human shadow realm thing, but some special Elysians. Oh, okay. I, we know they're special Elysians. Like, we're absolutely sure of it. We know they are special. But I thought they were special in rank and ability. Maybe they're just different. As, like, some of them might be. It's an, it's. I'm thinking the Maji are the sort of secret services. You know, like, people follow President around or... Okay, like but they're, like, six. experiments as well. They might be... Or not necessarily experiments, but, like, how the hell did you guys come across an incubus? Mm-hmm. And me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, oh, this is a special case. But why is it okay to meet with... So I guess it's because it's already part human. Not human, part earthling. Yes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's like, well, we'll make it more us than some of the other shit. But then this, again, this is human. Mm-hmm. Some shadowed, some gin. This is a human gin Elysian hybrid. Yeah. But because of the, I think, Adam, it makes it easy to. No, but haven't we heard gins? Not used with Adam. So he is kind of a Nephilim when you think about it. Because an Incubus is half human, half shadow. And then an Incubus mating with a sea person, the half that's human with half of being an Elysian would equal a Nephilim. 
don't know. Is there a difference? We, you didn't talk about Nephilims at all and what they're like. Have you? No, but he's 25%. He's 50% Nephilim. One-fourth Elysian and one-fourth Shadow. Why is he 50% Nephilim? Or no, my bad. He is one-fourth Nephilim, one-fourth Shadow, and one-half yeah. Elysian. That's the breakdown. Okay. He's overpowered for a reason. He's so overpowered. Merlin is so overpowered. He can control time. That's problematic. He's too advanced. I think he's defending himself by creating a weapon that can kill a fairy, but it got acquired by the fairy. And also, something happens in the middle of these interactions where Arthur gets taken to the fairy. The fairy gives him the real sword. Somewhere in the middle of this, the fairy successfully manages to enchant Merlin, forcing Arthur to kill Merlin. What? Yeah, this that's how this wraps up. It ends with him killing Merlin? Arthur kills Merlin after Merlin is enchanted by the Lady of the Lake. The sword that Merlin gave Arthur probably couldn't kill Merlin, which is why it broke when he tried to fight earth things yes yeah, so it was to kill the fairy it was to kill the fairy but the fairy gave him a sword that can kill merlin yes because it can kill anything earthly yes, yes. oh my gosh so the and same he way Mer- he dies yeah the same way merlin was trying to off the fairy the fairy made a weapon that can off merlin but that's crazy that's even more magical that she can fight something that could pretty much control the future yes like his powers is pretty epic but she was still able to go around that. Like, it did not affect her. I don't think it was about affecting her. Why couldn't he just control Arthur to do the things he needed to do? He needed to give Arthur a story to follow. Mm-hmm. It's because you can't control Arthur. Arthur is the one who defied it. Who'd she use to kill Merlin? Why didn't she wield the sword on Merlin? Because no. Merlin would see it coming. Mm. He can't see Arthur. Arthur, yeah. Because Arthur Arthur is just following a story. (laughs) Arthur's following a story. Story got manipulated by both sides. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. These authors, something else. We're not really. I think he's more human than either of those two things. I I don't don't think he's human at all. Or he's. I think he's an Elysian mixed with some elf or something with a Naga, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. No. Oh, he doesn't shapeshift. That's right. He doesn't shapeshift. He doesn't have any actual magic powers. Except for the pulling of the sword. So then is how he's a watered-down version of something. Because this is still the only guy who could get it done. Mm-hmm. He was made, though, to do that thing. That's why he makes me... Re- he reminds me of the golem. Because he was made to teleport? He was made to be able to enter Elfin. Yeah, so, like, Arthur was made for a purpose, which was the pulling of the sword. And then you try to trick him to do all these other things. But, of course, that didn't succeed, but... I think it was specifically made for that sword. No, I think, yes. Well, no, I don't think the sword mattered. I think the real argument here is that Arthur, because he could have made anybody pull the sword. He decides who gets to pull the sword. I don't think anyone could have pulled the sword. No, I think the sword was made by Merlin to kill fairies. It's just. Oh, you think he made the sword? Yeah, it's just, it's not safe for him to go to the fairy. I mean, look at what happened when he did go to the fairy. So he just stays away from the fairy. Uh, that's it. 
because he's such an interesting thing. Like, I feel like he should have had the ability. Like, he's not just a human already. He's... Who, Merlin? Yeah, he's a Lysian shadow yeah, creature, etc. Like, come on. He... And still, he did not want to go to the fairy. Think about how overpowered the shit of Elfame is. That Merlin was still like, I'll use that guy to do it. Mm. Mm. And think about how overpowered Elfame is. That as overpowered as this guy is... All he did was get in that vicinity and but boom. But he's still somehow special that the fairies used him too because they didn't need to use him either. Who, uh, Merlin? Author. They no, author is special. I'm author. saying that Merlin can't go to the fairy. Yes. And yes, the specialness that this overpowered sorcerer made Arthur with yes. is what that fairy used as well. Yes. Because there's something about making these things that are that's unpredictable. Mm-hmm. And Merlin can't see the future of Arthur. So he couldn't see Arthur killing him. No. Interesting. There's something so unique about Arthur. Yes. But, and also, like, Jesus, of, like, everyone seeing him. Like, he also affecting people in a f- future sight type of way. Like, Is he? No, not real. But yes, at the same time. How do you mean? Like, just his existence changed. Oh, yeah, but that's more about who he was. Like, G- people were having literal visions exactly. about Jesus. But because of what he was, I think, is part of that. And w- it, whatever he is, is something that this author is. It's not the same. I know it's not the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're similar. They're very they're close. Similar. They are. They're, they're both experiments. And, I, oh, and I'm thinking of the, the golem, too, because that's the only experiment that we've seen that it, there's something. These three things now. Yes. Are very similar. Yes, yes, yes. They have a lot of the same features going on, which they seem to have been created with a very specific, purpose. very uh, 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 linear, yes, purpose in mind. Mm-hmm. And that's their thing. And it also seems that each one of these, except the golem, the golem seems no, to be... No, he stuck to what he was made for. Yes. Control was the main feature this guy was obsessed with, yeah. which is why he had a way of deactivating it. Yeah, which they was no de- deactivation for these other two. No, because so. they were unlike the the golem. Mm-hmm. They were ju- they were made from this sort of uncontrollable feature of mortals. Mm-hmm. Something about these it's the fruits, bro. Because the fruits are still warned about everywhere. Yeah. Something about knowledge and free will is dangerous when you're trying to control some shit. You can't control some shit with free will. Yeah, which the is golem the was only used with. Mag- no blood blood I yeah blood and magic, magic. it's a hundred percent mindless yeah except no it was it did it just could be deactivated which yes. is which i guess makes it really dark yes because it's like this is a thinking sentient loving being and, and you, just you just turn it off yeah. whenever you want and it's mm-hmm. just in darkness mm-hmm. it's like that's a messed up dark rat rabbi but if the problem is control he solved the problem mm-hmm. it only got problematic afterwards Mm-hmm. because he wasn't around he was just a guy and then he dies eventually and yeah. then who's gonna handle the golem but the manji came and reclaimed it i think i think so so who knows mm-hmm. so yes arthur and jesus and joseph have a lot of similar features merlin used and made arthur and used him to try to kill the fairy the fairy knowing this made a weapon equally yes and used Merlin's own creation, who could defy 
the wizard's overpowered ability to see the future. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't see Arthur's future. And Arthur successfully killed Merlin because Merlin, in seeing that, oh shit, the plan is falling apart. I need to tell Arthur, no, this is a trap. He gets in front of the lady in the lake and she immediately uses her overpowered magic on him. Mm-hmm. And boom. He stayed away for a reason. And the moment he got around, boom, got caught. Yes. And then forced. Because at that moment, that's when Arthur notices, oh, shit, this was, he was, he was telling the truth. Merlin's warning. Which was? The fairy's fucking you. It's a fake-ass plan. Oh. He realizes after he kills him? No. I mean, yeah, after he kills Merlin, mm-hmm. and he sees, like, the whole situation, he's like, oh, fuck. Oh. Well, actually, that's why he kills Merlin, because he, Merlin becomes enchanted by the fairy. Oh, okay. So the Merlin becomes enchanted by the fairy, and he sees that, and he's like, oh, fuck, no, he was right, now I gotta kill him and her, mm-hmm. fuck. Does he kill her? Uh, I don't know if he kills her. No, actually, he doesn't. So it's it's kind of one of those endings, because in one book, it puts him at killing the fairy. Mm-hmm. But in the other, it said that the fairy was defeated in battle and fled. <laughs> now, so, what does a fairy running away look like? Disappearing. Yeah. Yeah, I would guess. Yeah. So, like, it's possible that fairy's gone. But yeah. what would have you killed the fairy with if the fairy had the weapon that could kill her? Yeah. So she probably just... She probably dipped. Fight. There was no reason to still be there. <laughs> yeah. Her last hurrah was, fuck you, Merlin. Mm-hmm. So this is a real combat moment between a fucking casual fairy that's still unnamed. We just call her the Lady of the Lake. Yeah. And Merlin, who was... There was some beef between these two. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe that was their territory. They both were fighting for one territory. 100% could be the case. Or the purpose of that fairy was to handle Merlin. Ooh. And she did it, and then she disappeared. 100%. Okay, that's also something, yeah. Because it's starting to look like now, although Merlin made that weapon to defend himself, Elfay made shit to defend themselves just as much, and we're yes. just catching and up. We never, yeah, we never hear these stories that about fairies actually doing their job of like slowing us down and everything. So this yeah. is a good example of it's that. A win like, for they, them. Yeah, so they actually are doing it. We don't have many of those stories, but it's rare that they actually feel threatened and this is just one of those cases yes as we dig deeper we find that more and more we're slowly inching towards alfame plot twist though what 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 arthur didn't die there so that problem was still there what was the problem arthur why do you think she cares because he's whatever jesus is and whatever the golem is and that's a problem but if the end of the story doesn't involve him, like, is he killed by someone? Like, how is that a problem then? Um, so this takes us to later stories of Arthur's life. Mm-hmm. Arthur might, as the latest version of this that we're aware of, might have actually been a really good control. Although he could not actually control Arthur. He added a thing here that made Arthur a little easier to handle big picture what do you mean arthur can't be killed Mm -hmm. as long as he's holding the sword Mm -hmm. arthur will still age okay arthur's gonna die of old age Uh uh-huh 
and then he can't go forward. So then that's he's the not control a problem. factor. Yeah. yeah, that's the control factor long term. Yeah, so the fairy doesn't really have to worry about Arthur because nah. he's gonna die. But now ignoring the fact, problem solved. Okay, Arthur is the best version we have so far because now he's a human lifespan disposable version mm-hmm. of Jesus because you can't dispose of Jesus; he just comes right back. Yeah, I want to know how old is the author's story, though. I need to know how close he is to Jesus or to us. I think it's 1500s. But maybe not. Maybe that's when the story was popular, but it was before that. Oh, interesting. So 11th century. 12th to 11th century. I thought it was 15th. That was still pretty long ago, but it was way after Jesus. This is actually happening before the golem, then. Before the golem. The golem was in what year? The golem was in the 16th to 17th. Oh, okay. So in time, though, it's they're closer together. <laughs> yeah, in time they're closer together, but then Arthur was the meaty, fleshy version. Okay, so then the progression makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. If we think of... So was this rabbi a sea person? No, he was just a human. We know that for a fact. Because he died quickly, too. Yes. Sea people just kind of go. There was something that told them... Yeah, the secrets of making this thing. It was actually when they were doing some rituals. Yes, yeah, so it was some shadow realm creature. Yeah, explain them the process. Yeah, but why did the shadow? Because of the fucking Elysians that are in that. The people they were talking to that told them how to make the fucking golem mm-hmm. were from the shadow fucking gods. Okay. That's who they were talking to. Shadow gods. The shadow gods. So, damn, now we have a mention of the shadow gods. Mm-hmm. We know of a time they were active. Mo- we know when they were most recently active, as far as our information goes, mm-hmm. which is the 1600s. And we know of a Elysian in Earth realm in the 1200s mm-hmm. and 1100s, which is Merlin. Merlin. That's crazy. That's crazy. So now we know. The questions I had laid out to answer were, why are the fairies so interested in Arthur? It's Mm -hmm. because something is special about Arthur. He is one of these inventions. But I guess the reason that the golem is the way he is, is because of this situation that happened. Because that information moved forward. Yeah. About the fairies taking control. Yeah, you gotta make something that can't be controlled when you're not using it. So although Arthur is better than Jesus, he's immortal, which which solved a lot, just in case Mm -hmm. he did get controlled, but too late, the damage is done. Mm -hmm. So you need something that you can deactivate. Yes. And can't be controlled, and is going to listen to what you're saying, even if it has a sentient mind. Mm -hmm. Hence the golem. Jesus was too out of control. Arthur is still somehow out of control. Not really. He was too easy to control. To control. Okay, yes, yes. That's the problem. It was the other extreme. Yeah. Everybody controlled Arthur. Yes. And this golem was just one specific guy. One specific guy in one specific way. Mm Mm-hmm. Once he died, there was no control over him. That was it. And the sword wasn't so special. It was just a sword that can... Well, I guess it is, because it can still kill fairies. The real Excalibur is the one that isn't special, although it's just a great overpowered fairy weapon. Mm-hmm. But it can't be used on fairies. No. But it can be used on... Anything else. Anything else. So there's two Excaliburs, except one of them is an Elfame, and we'll never get that one. The fairy killer. Mm-hmm. But there is a weapon out here that can kill kind of anything, including shadow creatures. Mm. Do we know who has that sword now? 
We don't know. It's not a church. It might be. If anybody has it, it's the freaking church. Interesting enough, could Arthur have killed Jesus? Would that have been one of the uses of Arthur if he could have been lasted long term? Because that sword could kill Jesus. Um, it could kill anything. It could kill anything. So there's a sword that could kill Jesus. Maybe. M- well, bare minimum. Before maybe. he died, maybe. But now as this zum Jesus. Well, he's still shadow Jesus, and the shadow sword in theory could do- deal with that. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's an Elfame sword. That's true. Oh, snap. There's a sword that could probably kill Jesus. Oh. Like, okay, maybe like kill, kill. that sword. Yeah, like kill, kill. Yeah. Like officially off Jesus permanently. Uh-huh. And, um... In, with that in mind, is Jesus a concern for the fairies? Like, are the fairies worried about Jesus after the fact? Like, do they care about Jesus? I was thinking about this, because I know he's an issue... For the people of Shadow and the people of Earth. Do the fairies care? But do the fairies... Like, he, 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 maybe he could potentially be a threat, but does he care? Does he care? Does yeah. he care? Is it revenge purely? Or is it just like, nah, dude, I don't give a I fuck. feel like they'd care even if he wasn't interested. Because, because he's so he strong. Because he could still be a threat, yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay, so then the point of making that sword wasn't just so he can kill Merlin. Merlin's probably more of a problem than Jesus is. yeah. They probably made that sword for Jesus. But then Jesus himself is a weird hybrid thing. Yeah. And Merlin... Now, I don't know Merlin is a manji for a fact. But Merlin could kind of be what Jesus is too. I don't know. Merlin's OP as fuck. And he's They're a lot of things. from the fruit, so... No, no, not Merlin. That was Arthur. Arthur. Arthur is... Okay, never mind. The question is, is Merlin a thing like Jesus that did work? And he was making Arthur... But there's nothing about Merlin that tells us he's special other than he's weird. Yeah. And that his mom is a... Oh, yeah. There's no magic other than he learned how to use magic. Yeah. But it's the same way that, like, maybe it's just really advanced tech for all we know. Mm-hmm. He has fabric of space-time manipulating tech. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he's the same thing as Jesus. No. Because he still needed the control. He couldn't interact. Wait, he got controlled. He couldn't be. He couldn't be. He couldn't be. He got controlled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we got. This is where what, what I discovered. Apparently, there's a lot there. That's awesome. And random. Random, yeah. Very I did random. not expect this direction at all. Anyways, if you guys uh, know any additional details that can help us understand how this fits into the greater narrative, uh, feel free to give us those details. You can find us on all the socials to do that, which are at Just Convo Pod on TikTok, on X, on Instagram, on Facebook. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review the show. Yes, and word of mouth matters quite a bit. Tell people, let people know that this show exists. It's a thing they can listen to and they can enjoy. This has been The Rambling Podcast. Take nothing personal, and thanks for listening. Bye! kids disappeared in in Canada and a bunch of kids disappeared in Hawaii. Okay, absolutely fine. I guarantee you in the next month or two, 
oh, you know, we 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 were sloppy. We were, we were sorry about what happened. We're going to give the people of Hawaii the requirements necessary for them to rebuild. We don't need to be involved in this. Let the people of Hawaii have their things. I don't, we don't know why we've been just so invested. I guarantee you. Just gonna, it's just gonna change. The tone is just gonna change. Mm. Weird. Okay. You know, the sloppy is entirely due to the desperation and the withdrawal that comes with adrenochrome. Why is it target children? It's obviously the target's children because you need a fucking adrenochrome. The podcast is hosted by Christina Colazzo and Jack Thomas, produced by Lynn Taylor and published by GreatThoughts.info, art by Zero Lupo, and logo by Seth McAllister, with social media managed by Amber Black.